Quadre Diggs had a game-changing interception, and Jason Myers kicks a 32-yard field goal in overtime to give the Seahawks the victory over the L.A. Rams. So they slide into the playoffs. They needed the Lions to win, and that's exactly what happened. The Lions defeat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So they send the Packers packing, and the Seahawks slide into the playoffs. They will travel to Lambeau Field to play the San Francisco 49ers, their divisional rival, and that's going to be a, a great game. We are hoping that Geno Smith and the Seahawks can pull that one out. Um, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm not getting too excited. I know that the Seahawks have a a, a little bit of a, a history of choking in big games, but I don't know, man, now that they are in the playoffs, you know, of course we're rooting for Seattle, Geno Smith, Pete Carroll, and those guys to do some big things. Um, let's talk about DeMar Hamlin because this young man's recovery has been nothing short of amazing. You know, let's, let's just talk about what transpired, man. You're talking about a young man who basically collapsed on the field. He went into cardiac arrest uh, after he collided with T. Higgins. Um, so many theories about what happened. But the, the basic, you know, truth of what happened is he went into cardiac arrest. He collapsed. He needed to be resuscitated there on the field by medical staff. He was transported to the University of Cincinnati uh, Medical Center where he was in critical condition for probably probably I think about two days but now he is up walking speaking to his family he is facetiming his teammates he is breathing 100% on his own he is on Instagram he is telling his teammates thank you um come on man there this this recovery of DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, is nothing short of remarkable. And I don't care what your religious belief is, if you're a believer, non-believer, whatever. That's a testament to the greatness of God. You have to admit it. You have to admit it. That was only God who kept this young man, who restored him to health. Uh, this young man, by all accounts, died on the football field. He was surrounded by his teammates. Um, no pulse, no vitals. Like I said, he needed CPR administered. This He died. God brought this young man back to life. And I think, you know, I'm not going to get into a sermon or anything like that. But I think God wants people to pay attention and to take notice. You know, millions watch that young man collapse on the field and then watch God bring him back to, to full health. This young man is, is back. He's he is just like he was no significant injuries, no brain damage. That's a testament to the power and greatness of God. Um, what else is going on? Um, like I said, the DeMar Hamlin situation, remarkable. The Seahawks, uh, they are in the playoffs. So are the Miami Dolphins. Um, we're going to see what happens, man. I'm excited for the Seattle Seahawks. You are locked into Derek Talk 942 p.m. Let's talk about Stephen A. Smith for a minute. Um, of course, a great journalist by all accounts. You know, he, he's been doing it for a long time. He is someone I'd like to watch him make fun of the Cowboys every time they, they lose. He gives his cynical laugh. So I have nothing personal against Stephen A. Smith. But one thing that I have noticed about Stephen A. Smith is he quickly comes to the, to the defense of certain individuals. I think it was very telling that he threw Kyrie Irving under, under the bus, him and so many other people. But he was so quick to defend Dana White. Dana White is the UFC president who was seen, you know, 
on video slapping his wife at a club in Mexico. I think it was Cabo San Lucas. He was seen actually striking his wife. And Stephen A. Smith defended Dana White. Stephen A. Smith also defended Jerry Jones. Stephen A. Smith also recently came out to the defense of Skip Bayless. He said that he knows who Skip Bayless is. Here's my problem with Stephen A. Smith. He had no defense for Kyrie Irving. He had no defense for him at all. He basically threw him under the bus. But when it comes to, how do I say this politely? I won't say it politely. I'll just come out and say it. I think Stephen A. Smith, to a certain extent, he only defends people that either he is friends with, they are his colleagues, or they're Caucasian. That, that is the only way that I can put that. That is what I have witnessed. And I just want to say that when you have a voice like Stephen A. Smith and people listen to you and you are uh, employed by ESPN and you are on a national stage, you have a responsibility to everyone, not just to certain individuals, not just to nitpick who you want to actually defend, but to everyone to be fair and I think it was so awesome that Michael Strahan came out and said, no, Skip Bayless, you know, you didn't, we didn't appreciate what was tweeted. This is a young man who basically probably would not have survived without the grace of God. And Michael Strahan, and I'm paraphrasing, he basically said that what Skip said was basically inhumane because football doesn't matter when a young man's life is in the balance when a young man's life could be lost. This young man, you know, like I said, he needed CPR. DeMar Hamlin, by all accounts, if we're being realistic, it didn't look good. And for Skip Bayless to uh, tweet some very insensitive comments talking about football and the playoff picture, that was irrelevant at that time. And I think for Stephen A. Smith to come out and basically give him a pass, it just says a lot about who Stephen A. Smith is, man. I respect the guy, his journalism, um, who he is. But at the end of the day, it's time to take some accountability and stop trying to give people a pass just because they're your colleagues or, you know, you've worked with them in the past, things like that. Just be fair all across the board. That's all I'm saying to Stephen A. Smith. You are locked into Derek Talk, 945 p.m. And we are excited about the Seahawks, Seahawks sliding into the playoffs by defeating the L.A. Rams today, 16 to 19. Great game, went into overtime. Jason Myers kicked a 32-yard field goal to give the Seahawks the W, and we are very, very excited about that. Again, the DeMar Hamlin situation, his recovery has been nothing short of remarkable. This young man is walking. He is uh, on Instagram. He's doing everything that he did prior to the collapse. And I believe that is only through the grace of God that he is here with us today. I really I know that it was touch and go for a while and that a lot of people were very, very trying to be optimistic. But we were afraid. We were very, very afraid for this young man. And I'd like to take my heart, my hat off to uh, Roger Goodell for doing the right thing in this situation and stopping that game. I think the NFL and the football community did the right thing because the only thing that mattered was the health of a young man named DeMar Hamlin. That is my thought here on Derek Talk, 946 p.m., nightly edition we are talking about what's going on in the world and that is what else is going on um the host of good morning america three 
uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. That story is getting a lot of media attention, man, a lot of media attention. And I, I said before, you know, my thoughts on the TJ Holmes and the Amy Robach situation. These two people, man, they have a right to live their lives. And I don't know, you know, as far as will they return? I know that the investigation is being called incomplete that it has not been done. But I think TJ Holmes is thinking in the back of his mind that he will be reinstated. I saw online where Amy Robot was walking. She was alone. And many people was like, you know, she's destroyed her family. And everybody has an opinion on these people's lives. But I think TJ Holmes and Amy Robot have a right to be in love, have a right to see each other, have a right to have their professional career separated from their personal lives. That's my opinion here on Derek Talk. I have said this before, and I believe it. Let these people do what they do in their personal lives. You don't have to agree with it. You don't know them personally. But I think what matters is that they had a great on-air chemistry and they did a great job on Good Morning America 3. And that is what we as fans or as an audience should be concerned about. You know, that is, that is really what I think the main concern should be. Not that, you know, they entered into a relationship or extramarital affair, if you want to call it, because by all accounts, both people were still married. But who are we to judge what goes on in people's bedrooms? Who are we for real? So I just want to talk about, you know, I think they should be reinstated back on the air. That's just my personal opinion. And, and I think we need to stay out of people's private affairs and just, you know, do what everyone else does. We need to watch them on Good Morning America 3. That's basically where our relationship with TJ Holmes and Amy Robach should end, in my opinion, here on Derek Talk. You have been locked into Derek Talk. I am pulling for Georgia tomorrow over TCU. I think number one ranked Georgia will defeat number three ranked TCU and become back-to-back -back champions. I will be watching that game. I know you will as well. We are rooting for Georgia. You have been locked into Derek Talk Nightly Edition, 9.49 p.m. I hope that everyone has a great night. Hope that you have been informed. I hope that you have been educated. I hope that you have been entertained. Have a fantastic night. Thank you.